without further ado. This could end terribly. Episode 45. Shout out our Amazon Music listeners. Our SoundCloud listeners. Our Spotify listeners. Our Apple podcast listeners mm-hmm. and our youtube our patient youtube listeners you nasty people don't know why you're listening <laughs> on there to be honest we're not even visual yet. no content um, so that's why i thank you for your patience still nasty but soon come mm-hmm. this could end terribly episode 45 we are back we are here every other week we're in our like buy a convertible bmw in a hawaiian shirt phase now done now Global voice from the local boys, I think it says on our IG. Is that what it says? A little slogan I came up with. That's bars. It does you know say I mean? that. That's bars. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um, she didn't follow the account back. Um, oh. You know, I'll, I'll, you know, I guess she oh. had to meet us first, but we'll, yeah, we'll get onto I that later. To test big time. So what happened yeah, when you big time? We've got to limit into, the followers. Yeah, exactly. He's coming into some weirdo's house. <laughs> you got to test it. Yeah, you got to test it out first. Um, but yeah, hope everybody <laughs> is okay. We have a very special yes. guest. Most for you this week, but before we get into that, Johnny, sir, how are you? How's your week been? It's all right. I was on holiday. You were. I was on holiday. I was. At, I was at German Nation, the yeah. uh, the European pastiche on Afro Nation. Okay. Um, it was it was in Spain, unlike the Afro Nation, which is in Portugal. Yeah, yeah. Everything rang on time, unlike mm. Afro Nation, because it was full of Germans. Um, <laughs> there was lots of beer. Uh, I passed out because I can't drink beer, can't process it. Fell asleep on the f- floor of the toilets in the mega park. You're one of those drunks. You're one yeah, of those. Yeah. Can't drink beer. All I can do is rum. Can't drink beer. Two beers, and I turn into a white girl singing Robbie Williams. <laughs> um, it was, it was, it was nice. Nice to be in Spain. Nice to uh, eat some good food, get some good sun, practice the languages and that. You know what I mean? You do look a bit more coloured. A little bit. Thank you very much. I don't. I'm not sure we can use that word anymore. We left that behind in the '60s, but uh, I appreciate your thoughts and sentiments yeah 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 um um there's an attack going on versus the brits in spain have you uh, been hearing about no it? i'm pro i'm so, pro already yeah <laughs> so barcelona you were in mallorca i was in mallorca uh so yeah barcelona are basically banning a whole bunch of shit the brits do oh yeah um sounds wise so basically they're banning quite a few things so one of the things that they're banning is like smoking on the beach oh and weed's yeah. legal why would they do that yeah so you can't like smoke on the beach because i think they're trying to discourage like cigarette butts being left everywhere mm. something that i heard anecdotally which is linked to this is they are going to issue fines for people who piss in the ocean don't know how they're going to detect yeah. that but just like plain clothes swimmers yeah i don't know <laughs> uh, how are you gonna get close enough to detect it like yeah you need a lot Ooh. of that like swimming pool dye to find it in the fucking mediterranean but one that's really a real attack on the brits oh, is on. the banning of males walking around topless oh that's racist that's racist no, that, but it's so hot sun's out tops off yeah i know Surely? it also defeats the point of going to the gym like <laughs> why would i spend hours crunching if i can't flex to middle-aged women down less and less but how also, do you feel about like men walking around topless just like down bow road i'm i'm used to it like it's way worse in northern ireland like i'm talking it gets to like 13 14 degrees wow. and the tops are off that <laughs> is like no way that is like as hot as it gets That's and crazy. like and they're not 
I know you're like, oh, you can work at the gym so you can show off. They're not working out at the gym. It's, it's just too hot. It's very much like everybody is a 13, beach body. 14 degrees. Yeah, you strike yeah. me as a guy who would walk around topless um, through, through Woolworth Road. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Chloe Ting has been doing a job on me for the last couple of months. Yeah. yeah. Obliques were looking fresh. Oh, yeah. I got it out. I got it out a couple of times. You've got it because mm-hmm. it goes away in like two weeks. Rapid fast. <laughs> I, I looked at some churros and put on some It's quite weird, isn't it? That when you're on the beach, it's just like, cool, take your shirt off. It doesn't feel unnatural at yeah. all. But for me, like the idea of walking down the street with my top off just makes me feel, you know, ironically, yeah. very, very naked. It's kind of like when, <laughs> and I don't know if you feel this way, mm. this is a vulnerable moment. Okay. In males' toilets, mm-hmm. you've got cubicles and urinals, yep. right? You go up to urinal, which is open space, right? Mm-hmm. And you piss into the urinal. Mm-hmm. Feels normal. Mm. I, however, if I have to use a cubicle, mm-hmm and I don't close the door, Right. I feel like my privacy is being invaded. I feel more exposed. Exposed, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? So you, you haven't got the tunnel vision at the urinal, right? You can like gauge the distance. You can like kind of sense if someone's coming up behind you because the bloke next to you will kind of suss it out for you. There's, there's very much only one exit out of a cubicle. <laughs> it's not ideal. Yeah, I don't know why I made that link, but I liken walking around topless to pissing in a cubicle with a broken door. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I exposed. Yeah, I, I, I personally don't mind it. Like, I know some people get really, like, Oh, wow, you, s- you sit down on the bog and just leave the door Oh, open. I meant, like, the topless. Oh, okay, thing. okay. Although, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, girls... You're a sheen. What girls' toilets are pretty lawless, yeah, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> I've heard that. I, I, was, I must have been at some party once, yeah, at, like, some fancy, some fancy ball or whatever. And, um, like, two of the girls accidentally walked into, like, the guys' toilets. It was, it was one of the fancy hotels in West London. And, um, and they were like, hey, yo! The men's toilets are kind of clean, you know. I was like, they're so bad. What, they're so much better. What do you mean? Like, do girls just trash the toilets or something? Is this what happens? I don't know what we do in there, but yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> it's free for all. Yeah. But yeah, there's an attack on Brits in Spain overall. So watch this space. I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, still feel very, very tight and tense whenever I hear British accents oh, wherever I go. Although I will say, I had that, like, it was almost a relief. Like, me and Max, shout out Max, did a, did a, uh, did a day in Magaluf just to, like, decompress from being over germanized in rnl and it was a bit of a relief like we got to like this proper shit beach club and the cricket was on and there were like two other <laughs> wrong being like fuck it old ben stokes player will you and i was like <sighs> yeah you know that like morose sense of relief that you get when you finally do actually get back to stanston <laughs> and you're like i am uh, i can buy scones now I'm yeah fine. i'm home yeah how are you rich i'm excellent thank you very much um yeah, as you guys know, in the last episode, my life has changed dramatically in the last few weeks. Mashallah. So I'm not getting a lot of sleep, um, <laughs> but life is good. Um, so what's the update on your planking? I hear you ask. Um, I'm now about to hit six six minutes on my plank. For real? Um, six minutes? Six, six minutes, minutes, doggy dog. Yeah, I've been planking every Jeez. single day this year. He doesn't talk about um, much. And uh, yeah, I can't, the, the, the challenge is I can't, I have to go up. So in, in, in duration. So what are you planning to get by the end of the year? By the end of the year, I'll be, uh, I'll be at nine minutes if I go up a second a day. And that's typically how I increase it. I usually increase it by like a second or two a day. What do you think about for six minutes? I basically like listen to podcast. I got to the point where like there are no songs that last as long as my plank. Yeah. <laughs> so I basically have to listen <laughs> to podcasts now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. But the thing is like you can't have songs. You have to have songs that are quite like gym Mm. Uh, gym like but that song's so rattling it. it just like changes it's too much yeah it's too much it's too much you just sing through it yeah 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 um, but otherwise um, good just want to send a big shout out to Eon my energy company a big fuck you oh. in fact um, I don't know if you remember a few episodes ago I said that when they did the old energy hike yeah yeah in mm. price that my energy bill 
was in the 600 quid region. Very good. Crazy, right? Very good. In the summer. In the yeah. summer. So it turns out they were just absolutely shagging me, right? Okay. Um, so I spoke to my next door neighbor and mm-hmm. I was talking about like energy costs. Yeah. She told me she was paying like 90 quid a month. Oh boy. And they, <laughs> and they had just doubled her. Ah. So when I said I'm paying 600 quid, she looked at me like I was a big mug. <laughs> and I couldn't even disagree with her. I mean, yeah. So I called are. up the energy company today and I was like, Wagwan, bro. And he was like, tell me more. And I explained the whole situation to them, how, you know, I had a fixed cost for a very long time. And then you hyped me up by three times. And they were like, yeah, looking at your account, we probably shouldn't have done that. So you got credit. You must have free energy for the rest of the year. So I was like, so um, what are you going to do? They were like, well, you know, you cleared your debit, you know, that, that one grand amount in your debit uh, last month. What we can do is we can give you back some of that. All right. And then we can give you a, a reduced cost in your monthly. So you go down to about 110 pound. I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing this voice. It didn't sound <laughs> I think like it's this probably at all. Accurate. Oh no. And then, <laughs> no, no, to be fair, it wasn't at all. He was like a Northern, Northerner called Hussein. Shout Do out Hussein. Voice. He was very helpful. Do the voice. Um, no. Cause Do the voice. Nope. Do the voice. Uh, nope. I've lost all confidence doing accents in front of you. So piss off. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so he was like, I'll bring your price, your monthly price down to 110 pounds and then we'll the give voice. you 50 quid as a gesture of goodwill to say sorry. Oh, I mean, what? Cash? No, no, credited to my account. Oh, that's dead. That's not a gesture of goodwill. It's a gesture of economic servitude. Yeah. But other than that, all good. Hope everybody had fun at Afro Nation. Um, yeah, yet to see uh, Snapchat videos a la 2019 where everybody was rocking out with their cocks yes. out and fornicating and acting yes. very unrighteously Wild and goodness. very ungodlike. Yes. God is watching um, now. God is uh, watching. This is uh, way too long to be speaking uh, with somebody else in the room yes. who we have not introduced. Yes. So Very. without further ado, our special guest joins us from ID Magazine, editor and writer, Rasheen Lanigan. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank God. Welcome Thank to God. this Could End Terribly. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. I just came back from Glastonbury, which was... Mm. Talk about it. I don't want to think that God was watching. Like, that is not <laughs> what I want to think about Glastonbury. But also, like, people were not... They were acting, like, in a more godly way. Like, oh, yeah. post-pandemic festivals, like, people are much more emotional. Oh, really? Like, everyone kept crying. Oh, really? Yeah. A few people in face masks, which made me think, like... Like oh, the horse has bolted. Yeah, like, you're here now. <laughs> yeah, it's far too late If you that. get COVID, we all get COVID. <laughs> like... We're in it. Everyone I know who went and got COVID, except you, apparently. But <laughs> I like feel every, fine. everyone I yeah, I'm just built different. Um, <laughs> everyone I know has got COVID. It's bleak. Yeah. Or um, they just don't want to go to work and they're like, oh, I've got COVID. Oh, I've got COVID. Yeah. And everyone's got a picture of a positive test on their phone. Like I've still got a picture of someone yeah. else's positive test just in that case. You just send yeah, 100 percent I save mine and Swerve hinge dates, you can swerve work, everything's based. <laughs> so top three performers. Um, I saw, so I saw a little like sad girl acts, which were probably like why people kept crying Love around me. Yeah. So okay. I saw Phoebe Bridgers. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And then I saw Mitski and then I chased that with Megan the Stallion. Ah. So it was like an even doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you catch Kendrick? I came home early on Sunday, <gasps> which is, I know, Poor I know, form. I know. It was really bad. Poor form. Um, was and it then the dog? I watched. What, did you come home early for the dog? Um, I did actually need to pick the dog up um, from Josh Kaplan. Shout out Josh Kaplan. Shout out Josh. Shout out Josh. And you, our listeners, don't know Rasheen, <laughs> but you know of her. Mm-hmm. And when I say you know of her, yes. her moral high grounds, yes. her moral standpoints have already been laid bare <laughs> on the podcast could... in previous 
episodes. You could argue Rasheen's part of 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 T set like law. Yeah, arguably. So when we played that game a few episodes ago, everybody's got a price. Mm-hmm. Josh said that he has a friend <laughs> who would kill somebody for a billion, but would not have a shake from Dubai shit on them. Yes, that. For all, of her, for all of her career plaudits and achievements <laughs> in life, that... That was me. Was you. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk to us a bit more about that? I am honestly, like, so shook that people were... They were so keen to just be like, I do it for 100k. And let's have shit price. in my mouth That's for 100k. That was my price. Everyone says 100k. <laughs> yeah. And you know the reasoning behind it is so depressing because they're like, that's a deposit on a house. Exactly. I'm like, guys, <laughs> like, thinking. aim a bit higher. <laughs> but, it's, but it's also just a little bit of it's shit. It's a tiny bit of shit. I've, for a house... I, I have seen the video. Like, <laughs> oh, what? I haven't oh, wow. seen it. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is why me and Josh hey, had send, the discussion because through, I'm not, not finding it again. <laughs> like, I've seen it. Then we went out to the pub and he was like, but you would do it. I was like, <laughs> I categorically would not do that. But I would kill someone. For a billion. For a billion Yeah, quid. yeah. Shit. <laughs> God damn, this is mixed morals. Because I feel like if someone paid you a billion pound to kill someone... Like there would be structures in place. They'd be like pretty organized. Like well, because you get away with it basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but you don't think if someone paid you a billion quid, they could cover that up? Well, I saw it on Twitter. Right. So <laughs> I feel like someone would know. Good point, well made. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm all good. Hope our listeners are good as well. Amen. Beyonce's back. Oh, fuck. <laughs> She's on a horse. <laughs> she's gallivanting. She's on a horse. Um, I don't know if anybody's ever looked better on a horse, to be honest. She does look great. Have you ever heard of Charlotte Dujardin? Uh, no. British dressage Olympic legend. Oh, okay, cool. Carry on. Um, kind of like Gemma from Big from uh, Love Island. Yes. Um, <laughs> looks way too much. She looks more and more like her dad the more she gets tanned. I just want to say, okay. Because the two biggest stars in the world have gone in this dance direction. And we're going to yes. unpack both. Um, <sighs> but one thing I want to say about Beyonce, straight off mm-hmm. the bat, is I feel like she should not be given this esteemed position of being your leaders. Mm. Because she, been she is, is going to lead you all off a cliff. Mm. Talk about the lyrics from her new song. So quit, so quit your job. My soul. Everybody now, I just fell in love and I just quit my job. <laughs> I'm going to find new drive. Damn, they work me so damn hard. Work by nine, then off past five. I mean, sounds like cra- ble- crazy. Sounds like, sounds like bless hours to me. Though. And they work my nerves. That's why I cannot sleep at night. I'm looking for motivation. I'm looking for a new foundation and I'm on that new vibration. I'm building my own foundation. Hold up, oh baby, baby. This is kind of like when she made all of you believe that he should have put a ring on it if he liked you. Mm, She made a call to all of you single ladies when she was married and happy. (laughs) I wouldn't say happy. Uh, I got a conspiracy theory about that whole Jay-Z thing, Ooh. by the way. I don't actually think he Who cheated. Who among us hasn't scrapped our sister and on a lift? Yeah, I don't actually think he cheated. But anyway, uh, <laughs> mainly because black men don't cheat. But <laughs> I'm sick and tired of her leading people on. Mm. You've been wanting to get Beyonce, to for a minute, to be fair. B- soon to be billionaires. Yes. 
you know, no such thing as wife of Jay Z, also soon to be, if not already, billionaire. Here it is. Here it is. Telling everybody to quit their jobs. Mm. Hey, 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 listeners, guess what? Cost of living crisis. Don't fucking quit your job, man. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't, don't, don't listen job. to that 150, 130 BPM shit and feel like a revolution is coming because, yeah. look, it might not be. Yeah, it's like, also entirely too long. Nine to five is blessed. The song is entirely too long. Oh, the song is too long. Oh, you you want to get into the critical breakdown of the song. Oh, okay. I actually okay. wanted to send a message to people to just like, make sure you, you're aware of false idols and <laughs> uh, profits. Yeah, I mean, because... I'm pro general strike. Like we can all quit our jobs if we want to. We can get, we can unpack that later. But the song's too long. We need, we need to discuss that. That's the main problem. Do you There's like no need for a four and a half minute song. So do we like, are you one of them in now? In this economy. Are you one of those? Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love a long song. It's like half an album. I I will I'll put it on like if I'm if I have twelve minutes at the gym on like right. one of the machines I'm you like play it three times play it three times <laughs> like it's like if I was doing half an hour on the treadmill all too well by Taylor Swift ten minute version three times you joking oh no <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no 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 no, no. Well, I mean did I stutter what um, <laughs> so do we like the song. I love it, but I can always tell when I love a song that everyone else is going to hate it. So I listened to it and I was like, this is entirely my vibe. Mm. And then anyone I've talked to is just like, no, hate it. It's too long or like, it's too much of a pivot for her. Or she's like a fake anti-capitalist idol. Which is kind of what I'm going on the lines of, to be honest. I yeah, yeah. I mean, it's huge for the gays. It's huge for the gays. It's wow. great. It's okay. a great Soho anthem. I've already had critical feedback from the community. Oh, okay. They're very pro. Mm-hmm. They're delighted with it. You know, and the thing is about what you just said, you you came in hot yeah. with, it's a great one for the gays. It is a great one for the gays. And then when I'm looking at you, like, that's a crazy thing to say. Yeah. You then say, I've spoken to the community. Yeah. And there's nothing I can really say to, yeah. to prove you're lying. Yeah. It's even, though got, even though I know you are. It's the, I've got, um, I've got, Black friends for the gays. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I think no, but I think me. it is a song for the girls, guys, and theirs. Yeah. Like yeah. she's pivoted to that. Drake has too. Yeah. It's Pride Month. Well, not anymore, but not anymore. it was Pride yeah. Month. It was, yeah. it was released. Um, it was a big Pride anthem. So mm. I mean, it's a banger. We can just it. we can save two minutes, can't we? We can save two minutes. I'm not for this new uh, phenomenon of two minute, fifteen second oh, songs. Oh, I'm not. I'm not necessarily pro short songs. I'm just saying this song is too long. Well, look, I think it's a slap. I very yeah, much enjoy it. Um, my bangs. views on Beyonce uh, kind of uh, brought to the fore last time around. Uh, I'm not you the biggest her. fan of you, her. You don't like Beyonce? Until she does stuff like this. Mm. I like mm. I like attitude Beyonce. Okay. I don't like ballady. I don't hey, like don't all like that Halo stuff. Beyonce. I don't think her voice is compelling enough for me to really enjoy that Ooh, stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, see, see, this is the thing. This is the thing. The, no, bees, the, bee, the bees are going to come for me now. I was going to say, I, I, would not, I would not put this on the internet. <laughs> yeah. I don't like Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah, burned yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the bees. Oh, yeah. They come for you. They will find you. How long did that last? They will find like any tweet, any like Instagram comment there's like no vaguely anti Beyonce. Like they get, are, what did you get dragged I for? I can't even remember, but they were like militant about it. Like, <laughs> I like, and I really like hey, Beyonce. Organized. Like loved Lemonade, like that whole era. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, but they just really came for me. Fuming. I had a day and a half where I just couldn't log on. I, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a it's a similar thing to like. What do you feel like about like Taylor Swift's voice? Um, 
So it's changed quite a lot because okay. I've recently, I Taylor Swift really passed me by mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. I was like, I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I listen to great music. <laughs> and then recently, like she re-released it all and I listened to it and I was like, yeah, I get it now. Yeah. But <laughs> she's, she's an sad. example of somebody who I think has really good songs, but just doesn't have a really good voice. Yeah. And I think I mentioned like Bob Dylan, Jimi Hendrix couldn't sing. These are people who just like have a oh, voice for the music. Outrageous claims. Oh, I mean, they're not technically good singers, but they make really good music. Mm. They have really a presence. Good music. Yeah. Like, you know? you know what it is? So that's, my kind of thing with Beyonce mm. clearly makes amazing music and always has but I like attitude Beyonce mm. um, meanwhile in Toronto <coughs> Drake released honestly never mind and how do you feel about a it? full dance album most needless album of the year move on <gasps> this, that is so harsh yeah these it's years. just needless it's actually worse for him being on it because there's bangers and then he ruins it his producers on job it's just he's released a house banger after banger after banger album and then does his whiny so what do you think? shit over mm. the top of it. Okay, so you think he's too whiny. I yeah. think he's whiny. I think the song quality or the writing quality is non-existent. Yeah, there's no bars. There's nothing. There's nothing um, to it. The only good track is uh, is massive because it kind of sounds like a garage track. I, I do like that song with the video with 50 Wives. It's very, har- one with very haram. Yeah. But oh, just, one. but you know, yeah, yeah. look. It's dead. It's dead album. Didn't need to come out. He'd already flopped to certain love boy. Drake doesn't bang anymore. It's just long in it. He's lost the juice. Just be rich and, and buy a basketball team in it. So I was going to ask, has Drake fallen off? Yeah. It's got, I it's think done. he has. Yeah. It's done. It's done. I think, but I think it's interesting that you say that it sounds a bit garage because I really feel like a lot of the people who are really anti this new era of Drake are American. Mm. And I think that he's trying to gear the new album towards like Europe and the UK because yeah. people love him so much here. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's a lot of those songs that you can like speed up two and a half X and they'll go off in clubs, right? You've just put a yeah. different baseline on it and then you'll do all right in Pasha and in Mykonos, right? Mm. But like actually as an album, as a piece of work, it's kind of pointless. I mean, I do, I respect it more than Certified Lover Boy because at least this album has a story, has a journey, which is why I didn't like Certified Lover And he took risks Boy. on this. Yeah, he took a risk. risk. I understand a that. Big risk. And the beats, if you ignore him, there is banger after banger. Oof. But he's, he's <laughs> Some of them are terrible though. That, that one that sounds like the bed squeaking. There's a, there's a, I mean, there's a couple, is. but there are a lot of bands. And then there's a song towards the end that sounds like some sort of like, I think my brother described it as like listening to like a new school version of Toto by Africa or Africa Bleak. by Toto. <laughs> Bleak. I can't remember what it's called, but you'll know when you listen to it next. Okay. I, I do like the, the the lead single and then there's a song called Sticky and then there's the rap song at the end. Massive, massive. Which one I enjoy. I like. yeah. um, but I also, I'm encouraging this. I want more big artists to do this. I know we can try the thing with his sort of like very contrived uh, 80s dance type direction. Mm. I mean, it did bring out a few songs that the I the enjoyed. Days anyway, right? um, cool, yeah. But I, you know, I, I, I want to go back to like dancing in clubs and stuff. Not that, I mean, not that I frequent <laughs> anymore, um, but I um, I welcome anything that gets people to move their behinds mm-hmm. in the clubs. Yeah. We're pro it's, that. it's very timely. I think yeah. people have their shirts off on the high street. Literally. Yes. People are dancing at festivals. It's 14 Literally. degrees in Belfast. Yeah. We're going fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> to Drake. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I will probably not return to it. I'll no. be honest. No, no, no. I think, uh, I think naturally, because it's Drake, the songs will find us all. Oh, yeah. They will um, come for us all. And, you know. I guess as a result, it'll probably end up on my YouTube algorithm and I won't be able to like avoid it. But yeah, yeah I mean, I guess salute to him for risk taking, but I feel like, I feel like 
Yeah, and he really tried to get ahead of like Beyonce's move yeah, as well. Yeah. Like it's clear. Kind of snaky, like yeah. She but released, I think he is a bit of a she snake. She released she released like the best Pixie Lot tribute song of the last ten years. Shout out Pixie, with, and he's come out with an entire album trying to snake it. Oh, good. that was an error, wasn't it? Pixie Lot, and then who was the other? Who was the other blonde pop star with the funny accent? Um, Duffy. No, no. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. But there was Shout another she, one. Yeah. She did Shout a song with um. She did a song with Tiny Temper. Oh man, damn. Not Jesclyn. Not, not Jesclyn. Little, little Boots, no? No, not Little Boots. Damn it, it's going to come to me. Oh, <laughs> What'd she look God. like? She's blonde. Blonde. White girl with blonde hair. <laughs> God. Blonde and like ankle boots probably. Wait, what was her, what was her banger? Tiny temper. Singles. Blonde girl. <laughs> gonna... Blonde girl. <laughs> tiny <laughs> temper. Blonde girl. <laughs> Oh God! I feel like Tiny Temper released album. far too many shit songs for God. this to be is it? not searching oh for a needle God. in a haystack. So like Tiny Temper was like my uni song. So Ellie, like Golding. Ellie, Ellie Golding. Ellie Golding. She's still about though. Is she? she yeah, she went to, to America and tried to do a thing over there. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I don't think it really. No, but I don't it paid know. enough. It paid enough in the short term. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't need to release any more music. Which um, is my favorite kind of artist. The ones who realise their just... shit and they fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> they just fuck off, and that's what Drake needs to do. He needs to yeah. fuck off now. Sorry. Um... So the harshness. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> welcome to this kid. Terrible, yeah, no, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Vivas. Uh, quarter of the way through the run bottle, it gets worse. Yes. Okay. Um, Let's move on to the serious topics. Where <laughs> do we want to go next? Uh, do we want to dive right into the worst story of the last couple of weeks, um, and then promptly jump back out into much more colourful, nice stuff? Yeah. Mm. Or do we want to? Um, do we want to avoid it for now? I, I kind of think you have to, like, it has been the biggest thing of the past week. Mm. Feels silly to avoid it. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. Naturally, we are talking about the overturning of Roe versus Wade, which was overturned, I think, at this point, a week and a half ago um, with the US Supreme Court. And I don't want this to be like a big old we told you so moment. Um, but we did. But we. <laughs> unfortunately kind of saw this coming when we reported that this was already up for review. Um, but the US Supreme Court took the decision to reverse Roe v. Wade, declaring that the constitutional right to abortion isn't actually constitutional or a right at all. And the Republican majority Supreme Court um, which Donald Trump had a significant, significant role in, in, in deepening, has ultimately sparked one of the biggest protests and one of the biggest moments um, in female rights or women's rights um, in modern day history. And the decision, which was leaked in early May, as we mentioned, means that abortion rights will be rolled back in nearly half of the states immediately, mm -hmm. with more restrictions likely to come. Abortion will not be available in large parts of America. And it may mean that other rights are also coming under review in the future, which has already been hinted by uh, my man. Man like Clarence. Man like Clarence. One of your, one of your, one of your gang. Um, Got to account for him. Problem is, I can't even, I can't, I mean, I, I make you account for all things Jewish. Exactly. So, <laughs> so stand up, uh, innit? Chat to your guy. Yeah, I mean, uncle's bugging. <laughs> uncle's bugging. Uncle and, is bugging. And not in like a, like a funny Bill Cosby way, he's bugging, bugging. Yeah, I mean, where do we want to start with this? Clearly, every take 
has been said. Yeah. This is awful. This is an attack on women everywhere. This is attack on 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 liberty. Um, and what it paints as a picture is a horrible direction that America is going into. So maybe first the initial reaction, and then we can talk about what this potentially means in the future. Who wants to jump in? It's only right Rasheen takes lead in this one. <laughs> no pressure. I mean, it's kind <laughs> of... <laughs> It's interesting though because I think there's been a lot of, um, like rightly so, pressure for men to also jump in on this, mm. which hasn't really happened before in like these kind of big decisions around like women's reproductive rights. That like I've seen a lot of my friends being like, "Oh, well, you don't care about it. Like, why aren't you posting about it? Or like, you know, like why don't you have opinions on it?" Which has actually been really refreshing. And like, mm. I know that we're in this country, we're not in America. I can only imagine like how potent these discussions are over mm. there. But like. I was out last night with the with the group of like guys and girls and people were talking like so openly about like oh I've had an abortion or like oh I my friend had an abortion and I went with her which had never really happened before like I mean I'm from Northern Ireland so those discussions happen back home right yeah um because we didn't have abortion rights until I mean we still don't really no. oh wow um, access is very difficult right very very difficult I think that's one of the only things I was a little bit not frustrated about but I saw like some of my friends from back home get a bit frustrated about in terms of like English journalists talking about Mm -hmm. this and saying you know like oh like we have to make sure that this would never happen over here and I'm like well it it kind of already does yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. um like this so that in the UK the 1967 abortion act like protects the right to the abortion here but that was never extended to Northern Ireland right um, so women from Northern Ireland have always had to travel for abortion. So like you can kind of see if you're from Northern Ireland firsthand how traumatic that is. And just like... But where do you have to go? Do you go to Scotland or you come here? Or? Most people come here. Okay. Mm. Um, but that accounts for like everything. So like I think that's kind of what people didn't realise until the Roe v. Wade thing happened. It's just like abortion is such a catch-all term. Like yeah. you can have a miscarriage or your child could die while you're pregnant. And that's still counted as like abortion care. And you still have to travel if you can't have that within your state or within your country yeah. or your province. So it is, it's, it's, it's pretty traumatic and yeah. terrible and overwhelming. Yeah. And now for the male perspective, <laughs> which we are desperate to hear. Yeah. yeah. Which, um, we, which, which everybody needs to hear. Everyone needs to hear. Oh, yeah. I mean, what is that to say that hasn't already been said? It's just bleak. It's bleak. It's another 6-3 uh, conservative decision. Mm. It's the culmination of a 50-year political process by which the Republican Party have stared uh, its pretend opposition in the face and said, fuck you, come and have a go. Mm. Mm. Um, as I mentioned when the leak happened, it was so supremely obvious that it was a conservative leak. Uh, and the thought process would be, well, let's figure out what the Democrats do. Democrats did fuck all because they've engineered yeah. a society to be entirely placid to this kind of event. Um, the immediate reaction function of the Democratic establishment was to use it as a fundraiser. Um, they were sending out emails asking for funding. Yeah. Um, before even like really getting into the nuts and bolts of how this might affect what is mo- what is arguably the most important swing voter base. <laughs> like yeah. they hadn't really even addressed the trauma that this might cause without asking them for money. Um, it's, uh, it's something that's going to impact, I think the very moral, the moral fiber of American society. Um, like the last pretense of an avoidance of fascism in America was that we might have something like a partial Supreme court. Um, and with a ruling like this on clear political lines, 
um, decided by three justices who in their confirmation hearing said that Roe v. Wade was settled precedent and they wouldn't impact it. Mm. Um, which kind of just goes to show that we all, we all kind of already knew that something like only 1% of uh, American popular legislation enters and passes through Congress. So we knew Congress was bust, but maybe, like, maybe these judges have some kind of uh, moral standing. And they don't. They don't anymore. Um, they are as uh, paid for by the Federalist Society and other interest groups as any other politician in the system. Um, it's now got to the point where post-decision polls were taken on the American people's view of the Supreme Court. And 57% now have a negative view on SCOTUS, uh, which is as unpopular as Congress, which is itself an openly partisan institution. Mm -hmm. uh, people don't believe in the capacity of the judges to rule on non-political lines. Um, it has enormous ramifications um, for future decisions, which I'll come on to. But um, like to speak materially on the conditions of women, um, and something that's often overlooked is that like abortions aren't just um, optional uh, procedures are like oh fuck um, I've um, got pregnant because I've had sex with someone and I don't want it so I want to get rid of it no abortions are life-saving procedures right if uh, you have I'm, I'm not I'm not a gynecologist I'm not entirely sure on the exact terminology but if you have en uh, en endopic or en ectopic. En ectopic, ectopic pregnancy, pregnancy you don't get rid of that it's going to kill you both yeah um if you have other complications with the baby go and kill you both yeah um there are plenty of um it, pregnancy is not a simple thing P people don't just don't just get pregnant and pop them out it's extremely dangerous and these kinds of uh, cases have been entirely overlooked um great um why is this happening why is this happening so this all falls along the lines of this bullshit argument of states rights and it's incredibly important to the Republican mm. Party. Well, there Why are, is this happening? So, uh, all right, I mean, the answer is the Great Replacement Theory. The answer theory. is really the Great Replacement Theory, <laughs> which is the drive of everything. Even man like Apartheid Clyde, shout out the biggest capper of all time, Elon Musk, was tweeting images about like the declining birth rate of Americans. Like he's mm -hmm. American. American. <laughs> Utter dickhead. Yeah. Uh, and he's not buying Twitter. It's not going to happen, but we'll come back to that. Um, yeah, it's driven by the Great Replacement Theory. It's driven by racism. Like this whole... So, like, to get into, like, the nuts and bolts of why this thing has happened, back in the 19th century when the 14th Amendment was passed, the idea actually of the 14th Amendment uh, and anti-abortion legislation was to protect women from dying during pregnancy. And it was because there were a lot of dodgy butchers who were doing the types of procedures that were killing women. Had nothing to do, had nothing to do with protecting unborn fetuses. That was not what the uh, legislation was passed for. It was only at the very end of the 19th century and into the 20th century when they realized the type of women who had access to abortions, i.e. wealthy white women, might have the option to not give birth. Mm -hmm. And that might marginally reduce the number of white women having white children, but also meant that there would be some kind of optionality away from the good mother and good wife role. And so the American Medical Association lobbied on that behalf to get politicians to frame the debate um, as a as a more as a more religious uh, and more fetal-led discussion than uh, protecting women's rights, because actually that's very much secondary to the idea of keeping the stock of good white people uh, in the American population. Um, it has wider implications. Um, Clarence Thomas, bless him, um, decided that the Supreme Court has the justification, given that Roe v. Wade was actually not that much about abortion, although it, was, it protected abortion, the underlying... Um, <coughs> the underlying law that protected the ruling was more around the right to privacy. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the same kind of 
privacy um, hinge was used uh, on cases of using contraception and same-sex marriage. So both of those are now likely. He didn't, however, he stopped short of reviewing interracial marriage, which is something that great replacement theory would very much like to remove. Yeah. Uh, he is married to a white woman, not only mm. a white woman, uh, a white woman who's very much implicated Ginny Thomas in the January 6th uh, event. She was in com communication with Mark Meadows, who's Trump's chief of staff. She's all banged up in that dirty business. She used the privilege of her husband being a Supreme Court justice to recuse um, evidence. It's all entirely fucked. Anyway, um, yeah. Clarence, didn't Clarence Thomas say last week that the COVID-19 vaccine is filled with the blood of aborted babies? something along those lines yeah i mean like it's pretty pretty known fact that like weirdos like peter Thiel and tom cruise are definitely using like stem cells to keep their skin looking like they're in their mid-40s into their 60s yeah, and I that's guess, i can set them up with a nice skin routine <laughs> yeah it's just use yo, my post the other day, just yo, use my, my dms were popping off bro. oh yeah it's not e45 bro you need, you need to level up uh sorry you need to level up we've got a guest e45 yeah. or nivea which What's side are you following? I'm not on Nivea anymore, though. Oh, what are you on now? I'm on Wellida. I'm on the uh, Ordinary Company. I'm on mm. some Serav. I'm on some La Roche-Posay, rude boy. All of those are better than Come what on, you said. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 45 can you level this up, is, my G? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, environment, this, this environment is as anti-Semitic as the Supreme Court ruling. Uh, because actually, Jews, we don't mind abortion. Like, we're not pro it. But like, if you have the right to save a woman's life, then that's what's more important than saving an unborn human. Like, this idea that this ruling is based on, like, religious freedom, blah, 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 like... Uh, it's total bollocks. In fact, the First Amendment of the Constitution is that no law should be passed that um, that even positively discriminate positively discriminates uh, in the case of a religious institution. So, like, mm -hmm. it's utter bollocks. There is no justification beyond this state's rights. And it's, uh, the reason I made this point at the beginning is because this state's rights ideology is the kind of justifying factor for a whole host of shit that's about to get passed. So, the Supreme Court term has just ended, right? And in this term, they have managed to um, they've managed to strip the uh, rights of the EPA. So now, basically, everyone in America is going to be drinking uh, poisoned water and drinking fucked up uh, fucked up air, breathing fucked up air. Um, they have um, decided that actually concealed carry is now all right in New York. So next yeah, time we go yeah. to New York, mm. people can walk around with guns. That's blessed. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I'm gonna. I think. Anybody who's going to New York from the UK, I think you'll be all right. Just just overdo your UK accent. You yeah, won't, you yeah. won't get It'll shot. Trust me. You'll be, be all right. You'll be all right. But everybody, like else, just, everybody else, I'm praying for you. It's like it, it furthers the theory, right? That like literally guns have more liberty than women in America. Because like mm. if a gun's loaded, it can like its owner can choose whether or not to get rid of what's inside it. Yet like yeah. if your missus is pregnant, you actually can't get you can't unload the chamber like that's coming out the front door. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it's all very bleak. Uh, cases that they are ruling on in the next term. Um, so this is like season two of fuckery coming up. Um, number one, affirmative action based on race in university admissions. Going to get rid of that. Uh, free speech involving a website designer who refuses to create pages for gay weddings. Yeah, we've had that. In well, yeah, but I mean, that's going to be pointless because they're just going to ban gay weddings anyway. Yeah. Um, a couple who want to build land on EPA designated protected wetlands. So like all natural habitats in America is now going to become good for construction but most dangerously most dangerously is that they are going to listen to a case uh, based out of north carolina that would give states free reign basically to regulate federal elections and this is how the next steal is going to happen mm -hmm. the only reason that the steal didn't happen in 2020 is because state legislatures were bound by law 
to return the electors that were given to them in the electoral college, right? The, America yeah. has a very fucked up presidential system. It's all very strange. Um, but when people do a popular vote, they vote for people who give the votes to the president. Mm. Now, state legislatures, overwhelmingly Republican, uh, especially in key states such as um, Wisconsin and Michigan, as we discussed last time, uh, they are. If this case goes through, and the only reason they're going to hear it is because they're going to overturn it, but they won't have to give the votes to those electors anymore. They will be able to. The state legislatures will be able to have uh, free reign over uh, returning the electors to the college, and that is how the next deal will happen. So, like, really, like, you can make a very good case that these midterms are probably the last free and fair election uh, in the U.S. Twenty twenty two is going to be a steal. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because America is a one-party state. Yeah. The Democrats yeah. are just a sham opposition to justify the existence of the Republican Party. Yeah. It's all a fucking mess. Yeah. The only hope and prayer we have is that we don't end up going down the same road. But is there even any more hope and prayer well, for that? Wasn't there some I mean, MP chat this week in, in, in follow-up around abortion rules in the UK? I heard yeah. some uh, some House of Commons chat from There's some several MP. MPs that voted yeah. against extending against yeah. changing abortion regulations yeah. in Northern Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob Rees-Mogg, Dominic Raab <sighs> voted against it. So, so, so they're now, uh, as part of this, like removing us from the European Court, uh, European Convention on Human Rights chat and replacing it with our own Bill of Rights, they're mm. basically like, they're refusing to comment on whether or not the right to an abortion will be mm. in our replacement of the Bill of Rights. Mm. Um, but you're right, as you said at the beginning, it is ultimately great replacement theory. Like yeah. they are just scared that there are too many spicks and black people replacing the good white stock of America. Mm. Uh, and we can't have that, that's unsustainable. We need, to, we need to maintain our population for dominance. And shout out all of the companies that have come out and said that they will commit to paying for the majority mm -hmm. of the costs associated with their staff members needing to travel to the nearest country uh, that will allow abortion um but as we said this is clearly an indication of things to come with regards to human rights being infringed upon um in in a myriad of ways um you've pretty much summed up a lot of my my thoughts and my feelings mm -hmm. i mean to be a woman these days man honestly i don't want to sound like panda the panda but like to be a woman these days yeah well, to be a to be a girl or to yeah. be and like because some of yeah. these these people who are like people who are pregnant who need these abortions like th some of them are children mm. and also I think it's, it it is really important to say you know like it, it's like medically like it's true that if you have an ectopic pregnancy if you have a difficult pregnancy it can kill you but also like we shouldn't overlook the fact that like you should just be able to choose to not be yeah. pregnant 100%, if you don't yeah. want to be pregnant 100%. like i think if we pin it too much on these extreme cases of like rape or incest yeah. or all these terrible things and you forget the fact that like you know if someone's pregnant they they don't have to be pregnant anymore that's yeah. you know yeah yeah so put like I, the one the one stat that got me was the university of texas said that like in certain states, I think it's like North and South Dakota, Texas and um, Montana, where abortion is like hardest mm. to find. At the moment, on average, um, well, some women have to travel as much as 300 miles, which is a fucking long way, right? Yeah. But after this ruling, we have to drive as far as five to 800 miles. So I Googled how far away is 800 miles from London. Mm. That's like driving to Prague. Mm. Prague is closer than eight. imagine having to drive from London to Prague for an abortion and then back again like how yeah. awful would that journey be mm. As, uh, like what kind of society what kind of society have you built that that is the case yeah yeah uh, I guess we will wait and see how this develops we gave a whole list of examples where abortion um, was would be needed right that are both financial and health related 
Um, you know, speaking from experience, you know, I came to an, a, a mutual decision with a partner when I wasn't ready that we were going to make that decision. Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine what it would have been like mm -hmm. if I wasn't able to make that decision. Yeah. Um, so I can't even imagine what it feels like uh, to be American in mm -hmm. certain states. And have, have, to um, have to raise the child beyond your means. But shout out that lady who, I can't remember, she's some sort of like, some politician of some sort who was at a rally with Donald Trump who thanked him for, uh, mm -hmm. for his role Lauren to play Bobert. in preserving white life. Yeah. It's bleak. So it turns out she used to be brass on Craigslist. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. It was like it's kind of like being like hidden and suppressed. But that people found her uh, her listings on Craigslist. For our know. international and listeners, like, what is brass, Johnny Vivas? Uh, she used to offer sexual services online. <laughs> she was a sex worker. She was a sex worker yeah. on Craigslist, which itself dandy. Craigslist, Craigslist is great job. Yeah. Great job. Not really got a problem with it. However, when you then spend the rest of your political career yeah. chastising women. <laughs> And stripping yeah. abortion rights. That's bullshit. Fuck mm. you, Lauren Boebert. But also <laughs> fuck Marco Rubio, who came up with this plan, who was like, we're going to give... Like, um, actually, no, like, Republicans care about women. That's why we're doing this. Mm. So our economic solution is we're going to give you three months forward social security benefits. It's like $700 a month. We'll mm. pay you three months forward. And then when you retire, when you want to retire, you just work an extra three months. Of course. And you pay it off. And that's fine. Great Cost idea. neutral. Good for the families. <laughs> Horrendous. Mm. America's fucked, bro. America's yeah. fucked. Um, yeah, there's not much more to say. We will what continue else can you to. Say? Yeah, there's not much. Uh so I guess. Also, I just clocked. I know oh. we should, like, shouldn't do this on the edit. I think there's an ABBA concert across the road. There is. Yeah. Oh. So when I got box. off the tube. So, so ra very randomly, this has got to be one of the most random additions to to, <laughs> to London sightseeing. Okay. That is an, a dedicated ABBA theater. No way. Oh. And they do holographic. Yeah, the holographic tour. ABBA. Tours. No way. Is that, that what that thing's been? That's what I thought it is. that was that, like that will remain an ABBA like dedicated a, like a shrine to ABBA venue. <laughs> so in the doctor, bang in the in middle the, of East Bow London. and Stratford. What the fuck? It's, it's like just started as well because I right. thought I was having like the start of a psychotic episode on the tube because there's like <laughs> all these people dressed in oh, 70s. Right. Is there, yeah, like oh, they're okay. just so there's a show tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically, up. it's never been lit up before. For some reason, we weren't in the catchment, right. but like our friends who live on the other side of it got tickets to the opening. No, so they've been there. They were like, it's pretty shit, but. You know. Aren't they like 75 years old? Well, it's not them. It's the holograms. Yeah, it's the holograms. Right, I okay. think it's the holograms of them when they're young as well. So it's all just so like... paying tickets to watch a hologram. Yeah, yeah. It's expensive as well. What? It's really expensive. Wow, she was going to go. <laughs> I would have gone. I would have gone. If they were there, yeah. I would have gone. <laughs> I mean, they've got slaps. Yeah, they've got banger after banger. Anyone's ever... Favourite Abba song? Uh, Dancing Queen, obviously. Favourite Abba song? I quite like SOS. That's a really rogue niche, show. Very niche. Very niche. Someone's <laughs> been to Infernos before. <laughs> and lay your love on me. Layla yeah, a banger. Great one. Yeah, to be fair, it's the best one. To be fair, yeah. We need to unpack that. Mamma Mia is actually a sick film, and it's, it's not. So I've not watched that. it, nor will so I. Good. It's sick. On the topic of music, <laughs> he's gone, isn't he? Who? Oh, R. Kelly. Yeah. Mm. Thirty years. Thirty years. Yeah. He'd be bumping and grinding through Sea Wing for a minute. It's kind of nuts that it like that it happens <laughs> so close to. I'd never know how to say the name. Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you would think that I would know at this point, but I never know how to say yeah. it. But they both got such long sentences. And I was yeah. like, well, he got longer. Yeah, he got... He got 30 years. Yeah, yeah she he, only got 20. It's quite blessed. Which, how do we feel about that, by the way? She got 20 and she's also going to... So the prison that she's going to is like this prison plush. in Connecticut that's mm. like, yeah, very yeah. plush. And it's the one that the woman, the real woman from Orange is the New Black went to. Oh, really? Spent her sentence there. Yeah. Oh, sure. Wow. So I think it's very white collar. So I read, I read a, like a thing on why 
there was a disparity in the sentences. And like the easy thing is to be like, oh, it's because he's black and she's white. And basically that's what it is. Uh, yeah, like I mean, that's, got, that's an answer yeah. to most things. He, he, uh, he, got a, he got a much harder judge than she did. Okay. Uh, and also that was like, like everyone kind of pretended that she apologized. She didn't really apologize for shit. Mm. But our kid was like, I didn't do shit. Fuck you people. Right. Yeah. And so like that kind of also counted against him. Uh, and then like, although she was a little bit kind of involved in, I, mean, I haven't seen the documentary before, I know. She was a little bit involved in like a bit of like touchy feely, kissy kissy, but she didn't actually put a dick in anyone. And he like <sighs> did frequently. So uh, I he, guess got, it's he like... got a bit of extra sauce on top for that. Mm. I mean, it's it's a difficult one as well because R. Kelly's victims are like, they came to the court. Well, like, they both had like victim statements at the mm. at the trials, yeah. but like with her, it's a bit weird because I think they were both convicted for sex trafficking. Yeah, yeah. But for for her, it's like okay, so who did she traffic them to? Yeah. Like for R. Exactly. Kelly, it's like okay, no, so he's, he, he's, it's him, it's him. Yeah, he's the end point. Been, it's him. He, he, he trafficked them yeah. because he moved them across state yeah. lines. Yeah. Like it's very like cut and dry. But for her, it's like. Who'd you give them to? Yeah. Who'd you give them to? Say just, that bit. Do yeah. that bit. Do that bit. Say that bit. They won't say that bit. She's getting 20 years while the Queen is like funding. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, we don't, we, don't, we don't hold back those thoughts here. I just think like. Let them out. <laughs> it's just like a weird like cognitive dissonance like ev- like episode that she is being convicted for 20 years and it's like okay that's done and dusted we're never going to talk about that again yeah. Yeah. but by the way prince andrew is getting yeah. help we are helping him yeah we're helping him to wash his hands of that whole episode the way i see it is all kind of part of the same game like if like if you look at the background of who jeffrey epstein was he was like the son of me- someone who was reasonably decent but he was like a meaty little maths professor who was mm. just suddenly given some fucking mad investment job. There are that not many turned stories. Over a shit ton of cash, right? Like yeah. this guy was basically the whole point of the Epstein ring was that they were working. He was working for someone, right? Yeah. It's cool. And it, that's what it's I a mean, job like... where you collect intelligence and you have you have compromising information on people that you can mm. use as and when is necessary. Just... R. Kelly, R. Kelly is just a schmuck that they would that they, that they use the information on. Mm. Ghislaine Maxwell is much more strategically important. She's just turned out to be fodder. So there are like many years stories that I really want to know or get into the weeds of mm. more mm. than the Jeffrey Epstein story. I need to know where this leads. And we'll like, never know. And we'll never know. But so there Jesus. Are, there, are comparable, um, there are comparable rings. People should listen to Chapo Trap House. They did a very good episode on, on another ring that took place in uh, Delaware that had very similar connotations to... Mm. Um, the Epstein one, but basically the point of that story was that the CIA were paying these two guys mm. to collect compromising information on people who had their companies registered in Delaware for tax purposes because mm. it's got 0% corporation tax and that's how they were wrapping these guys mm. up. Um, it's so, all very dark. So I hit up the Spotify page mm-hmm. of R. Kelly on the on the day of the announcement. And it kind of crept up on me, by the way. I kind of kind of forgot he was still going through the trial. Yeah, and he's, yeah. Got two, he's got two it more. Did, it yeah. did go away. Yeah, yeah. And, and then all of a sudden he's got the pop-ups. Uh, I went to the Spotify page just to see like what the monthly listener situation was mm-hmm. going to be like. And it was like 4.6 million at the time of the announcement. And then I checked oh, yesterday. No. Oh, no. And it was 4.7. Okay. Yeah. That's a big I jump. checked today. It's 4.8. Everyone's getting Are in people getting their last few listens in? <laughs> I think people, like, will what's going on? people will still listen and I think they'll do it as like a joke. She segued me. I think they'll do it as like if a If you were going to keep one R. Kelly song for your on repeat Spotify Ooh. playlist. I think everyone knows what it is. What is it? It would op- like, well, everyone's going to be like guiltily dancing to like Ignition, okay. right? That's not my pick. What is oh, your really? pick? Same girl. Same girl. Which leads me to ask like, are features cancelled? So... 
Step in the Name of Love, man, for me is like one of the best songs. Mm. I mean, it's not his best song, but it's one of the best songs. So if I had to keep one <laughs> just for the good times, you know, like where there's a party. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's so weird because I keep these, that one. You, you st- these people, like when anything like this happens, there's always a huge jump on Spotify. Like, Is, is there anyone whose music you arguably shouldn't have returned to that you have returned mm. to because What's you've because you've you've be, you've bought into the scandal of the bullshit they've done but then realized maybe a year or two later that you can maybe kind of forgive them not that it's more like i think it's the same reason that that's jumped up i think you hear their name in the news and then it like jogs something mm. and that if you if you're the kind of person that doesn't take that stance you'll yeah. listen to it so it's not it's not comparable yeah. but my guilty thing that I did was I started listening to loads of Travis Scott yeah. after Astro. That's okay though. I don't... Mm, no, that's okay though. Nah. I mean, my view is it wasn't his fault so I think that's okay. See, it's more It's more yeah. of a grey area because yeah. people are like, See, was it him, was it That's not? fine. He, he has... I'm glad you've got one by the way. I thought I was going to be on my own. <laughs> yeah. That's have the you, worst have one. Have you got I'll a go. guilty Travis, one? Travis Scott's a good pick. He has fewer bangers than Gary Glitter but like that's... Is that, that, is that, that your per, pick? That's personal taste. This goes back to the question like is Michael Jackson haram or not, right? So Michael Jackson's yours? Michael Jackson's mine. Do you know who I got back into recently? Go on. Oh, is it Octavian? Yeah. <laughs> no way. You waste, man. <laughs> that is so fucked. That is so fucked. You don't understand how much of a fan I was of Octavian's is, music. Is Mason before, Greenwood like, your favourite footballer as well? No, I hate him. He's a United player. <laughs> but I like, I, I, it got pushed to me. I didn't even know he released this album and it got pushed to me on Spotify. You know when you log in Spotify and it's like, hey, yeah. listen to this. That's hard. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> I, oh, don't, no. I don't think I could. No, I couldn't. <laughs> I like, couldn't do that. I yeah, couldn't do you're it. On your own it was one. like I know. You're on your own on that one. There is a level to which you're I like I know. I know guys. Yeah. I feel the judgment in the room. <laughs> but what's the name of the banger? Is this a safe space? No, it was the whole album. It's called Alpha. It's named after his. But how are you plugging it? Yeah, it's beat. <laughs> but fair, it to beat that out. No, that's bad. <laughs> I just I basically just plugged it. Yeah, beep Fuck. Out. You're gonna have to beat that. Beep. <laughs> um yeah. Uh look, Ghislaine Maxwell, man. Did she get any kudos for not snitching on her dead man? Well, I don't know what'll happen to her now. Like she did write. She, she well, didn't snitch, and he's dead. Well, she might write. And Women die. are great. I don't know what. I don't know, but like, will she? No, she's she gonna do get, twenty years. No, she's getting hanged. She's getting. Like, she's like. She's gonna no. ride. She's gonna ride and die, just like her fella did. Right. Wow. Wow. It'll be interesting to see what happens. No, she's not lasting more than six months. Um. Yeah. Well, look. Good riddance to them to both. Them both. Yeah. Shame, isn't it, dickheads? Um. Couldn't have happened to two worse people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Now. For, Union Pappy. Mm-hmm. Johnny's inspiration. Yes. Johnny's spirit animal. Oh, do you yes. love him? Okay. I'm he good. just loves all union shit. Is his bag. episode one? Johnny Union. If you don't live in the UK, many of our listeners don't. You might not be aware that we all struggled a little bit to go to work in the last <laughs> couple of weeks. I didn't. I was in Spain. All right. Um, you didn't have any problems getting there on the way back? Yeah, I had a 14-hour delay. That's because Ryan era dickheads had okay. nothing to do with justified industrial Fair. action. But a lot of us struggled to get into work. And those people who don't have the option of working from home mm-hmm. felt it the most. So and that is like, because... You sound like Grant Shapps. And that is... <laughs> Terrible. And that is because <laughs> the head of the union, which represents the rail tube... And am I missing anything else? Public transport buses. Rail maritime. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is that what the M rail, stands rail for? Maritime rail maritime transport. So it's like rail, tube, bus, tram. Couple of them. Couple of them. If you live in Croydon. Uh, the leader out. of that, <laughs> man like Mickey Lynch. 
a real king, Daddy friend lunch. of the show, <laughs> eternal friend of the show, decided I'm great not, eyelashes. I'm not having it. What? Great eyelashes. Because he's Irish. Let me, he's Irish. Let me he's Irish. It's the, it's the dark eye. It's the dark lashes and blue eyes. Half Cork, half Cross McLean, apparently. That's why he's so argumentative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he decided that he wasn't having the government's shit anymore. Amen. And look, these strikes happen um, quite regularly. It's usually about pay. It's usually related to pensions. It's usually related to like cutting of jobs and so on and so forth. And this was in a similar vein, but it also had a lot more to do with the future modernization plans that were being proposed by the government, which ultimately were gonna, go, were gonna result in loss of jobs um, and so on. What was remarkable about this particular strike, it, two things. Number one, what I perceive, and you can agree or disagree, what I perceive to be a, a slight changing in tone from the general public towards the strike. Amen. Typically, mm. when there are strikes, it's fuck these motherfuckers, they earn so much. <laughs> do you know how much these train drivers earn? Fucking hell, all they do is like turn a switch up and down. And <laughs> Typically, that's the response. I've got to say, it feels like for the first time, people are like, nah, actually. Amen. Yeah. Fuck the government. Amen. These people actually have a point. Amen. But the other reason why this has been pretty significant is this has probably been one of the first time where the union leader has so full-chestedly <laughs> peppered the British media. Merkled, man. In the way they are deserving of. Mm -hmm. I loved him. Iconic. Every interview I did. I ever. urge you all to YouTube Mick <laughs> Lynch. My mum's actually, actually got the compo video. Me too. I watched She's it. I watched it like five video. times. She's She's it to multiple it's like nine minutes of just constant <laughs> of shellings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shellings. They're all wearing it. Shame. Good morning, Britain. Took it. Yeah. Pierce Morgan. Took, took it. it. Channel Five. Channel Walker, Five. Took, took it. What? Kate. What's her name? Kate Burley. Oh, took oh. it. Shame. Huh? <laughs> that was my favorite one because she has me blocked on Twitter. So I love. Oh, that. shame. <laughs> what? what did she block you for? I think she blocked me for making fun of her when she said that that dog had sad eyes. <laughs> I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> and then I've been blocked ever since. So every time shame. she does an interview that goes really big, I can never see what happens. Oh, shame. And I have to ask someone I'll screen else. record it for yeah, you. I'll yeah, send yeah. it. Please do. Um, <laughs> we're going to get down briefly into why this strike is important. The It's been extended, hasn't it? In some way. Uh, no, they're, well, they're, they're holding the threat of doing more. Okay. Mm -hmm. and As they should. Just so you understand this contextually, it is, I believe, the biggest strike um, that the RMT have enforced in about 35 Way years more. or Wait, something like that. Is it, biggest, is it even longer? Biggest rail strike for like 50, 60 years. Really? Okay, it's cool. Huge. It's huge, yeah. So look, I could talk about this, but we've got a union correspondent yeah, in I'm the excited. house. So I'm let the man let the man talk about his uh about his <laughs> zaddy. Yes. Uncle Mick. <laughs> Big Mick Energy. Hey. Let's go. Um, what is that to say? So before Rich bans me, I'm going to say fuck Kistama. Um The RMT were one of the founding um, organizations um, of the Labour Party. Uh, they were subsequently kicked out in 2004 when New Labour decided they didn't really want the heat from a man like Bob Crow. A uh, legend of the game. And Keir Starmer's done fuck all to support the strikes. David Lammy went on the Sunday shows. Uh, saying that no party of government should be standing on picket lines. Yeah. Um, even though he himself was at a picket line in uh, at Colonel in his own constituency, which is a further education college. There's also a fucking bus depot in his constituency. <laughs> I know that because I live there. The guy's a fucking clown. He actually had a bit of like social credit in the bank. He's managed to like do that away. Can't, well done I him. can't allow you to talk about a black king like this. 
Please carry on. Well, like him and Clarence Thomas have had a good week. Um, <laughs> Fair point. The RMT called Industrial Action because, as I wrote about way back yonder in the uh, Thinking Out Left days, hey. our uh, train uh, situation is a mega fuckery in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the uh, train stock uh, owned by joint, uh, I think it's called jointly stock companies. Basically, that own- the trains themselves are owned by private equity companies. The tracks are privatized and we pay for their maintenance. And then the franchises are also run by private companies. The franchises tend to be owned by other very successful foreign railways like Deutsche Bahn, Italian State Railways, SNCF, the French State Railway, or other private uh, equity firms and um, investment firms. So as our like train, as our like privatized railway system stands, we, the schmucks, pay a shit ton of cash to private enterprise to inefficiently run our railway system mm-hmm. the fares keep going up trains don't run on time mm-hmm. everything's very fucked these people took a shit ton of public money shit ton of public money during covid to the extent that you see dickheads like grant chaps uh rich's favorite cabinet member transport um, secretary transport secretary <laughs> we're <laughs> international we, you have to break it saying, down put some respect in his name no i mean, I, hate, I, mean uncle, fair, I can't be talking about uncle grant like i'm not that. gonna lie his twitter was one of the most popular places to be every other thursday during the <laughs> pandemic so like i was like waiting like with bated breath like oh my god can i go to this country like it was yeah his twitter and was popping like, no, yeah everywhere. and he was like no <laughs> this is no, not sorry. yeah no, this is red list and this is not a pro grant chaps podcast we just need to make that extremely yeah, yeah, clear. yeah yeah um, so the line that they've been using is that actually the uh, railway uh, system has had 16 billion pounds of investment. We're very serious about that. That 16 billion pound, like that. that 16 billion pound was effectively a bailout to all these private companies that run the tracks and the trains mm-hmm. and the franchises because they were going bust during the pandemic. Those, those pounds, our money went abroad and went into the pockets of investment firms. Um, they are the savings, the cost savings that UK Rail is trying to make amounts uh, to about 2 billion quid. Coincidentally, coincidentally, the uh, interest cost um, from the uh, borrowing that we undertook uh, to finance the maintenance of our railways uh, is about 2 billion quid because we're sitting on a huge fucking debt burden that UK Rail and issued debt on. I can't really get too much further into that for various reasons. Um, ultimately, what rail workers are striking for are better pay and conditions. Inflation is running at about 9.1% in this country. RPI is running even higher. They're asking for 7%. They're Mm -hmm. asking for a real terms pay cut. They just want to survive in this cost of living crisis. Mm -hmm. That is not unreasonable. And the reason that Mick Lynch has been effective in his messaging is because unlike the Labour Party and unlike the Corbynite dickheads, he's speaking a real message of solidarity. He isn't talking about abstract concepts like class war. He isn't talking about the difference between bourgeois and proletariat shite he isn't talking um as the modern labor party does about ensuring that commuters can get to work to support their economy no he's talking about you need to be in solidarity with us Mm. because our workers are getting fucked in the exact same way that you are being fucked all of you nurses and all of you teachers all of you doctors all of you barristers all of you airport workers all of you other public sector servants uh you are all being fucked in the same way that the railway workers are being fucked We're all being caught by 9% inflation. All of our pasta, all of our rice, all of our gas bills going up. Mm -hmm. And these companies that are making record profit in this inflationary environment are not passing the cash down to you, right? And that message is what's cut through. And finally, finally, the left has something to rally around. The concept that these companies who are making record profits, UK Rail made like 1.6 billion quid last year in profit. Revenue and profit, right? The idea that they don't have enough money to give 
uh, railway workers, um, a, a, an inflation matching pay rise. It's a fallacy. It's just pure yeah. greed. It's just pure greed, especially given that so they had they found 16 billion quid of our money to give to private equity firms. Yeah, yeah. And yet mm. they don't have a couple billion. They don't have just two. There. They have two yeah. on top of the 16, let alone the 30 odd that Rishi wrote off because like the fraudulent uh, PPE loans, etc. It's mm. all just bollocks. This is all political choice. Um, so what's really funny is um, what's really funny to me is that the AGM is coming up next week. So if they thought that uh, they were in trouble with the RMT moving militant now. They're going to be in big fucking trouble next week. But I'm going to hand over to Rasheen because I've been talking for too long. No, well, I, I, I find that very fascinating. But it's interesting that, like, hasn't it all already inspired other strikes? Is it the yeah. airline workers that it's are It's like private companies Yeah, well. so British private Airways, British Airways yeah. are going off in the summer. BT are voting uh, through the CWU for their first strike in 35 years. This is utopia God. for you, isn't yeah. it? It's just sick. Johnny's just like, it's got a hard on. I'm having, like, oh my God. I'm having a strike gasm. <laughs> um, uh, the, uh, the barristers were protesting. Yeah. Outside the Old Bailey, uh, you like you'd be sickened to hear what criminal barristers have to survive on. It's fucking bleak Crazy, since it's strict right? legal aid. Yeah. Horrendous. Mm. Yeah. Um, th this is the closest thing. Like, remember, remember when we spoke about the twenty twenty U.S. election, right? And although the country, like states like Florida, voted for Trump, yet they voted to increase minimum wage, and mm. other Republican states uh, voted Trump, voted red, but they legalized weed. So, like, there is there is some semblance of a light at the end of the tunnel, and that like. Although we seem to be driving to the right, driving like fucking ag aggressively accelerating to the right mm. in terms of like wider society's sense of fascism, people are pulling back. Like there are small wins that people are making. There are yeah. small wins that people are making in social policy. And like this- you, you might see this as an innocent point that he's making. What I hear is Johnny is slowly rolling out his own <laughs> Tory campaign. Tory campaign? I would, yeah. He's going to be voting for the right before you know it. Absolutely not. That's my big prediction. You are, for I mean, as a Corbynite, that was the only thing that I disagreed with. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know? grow up. Uh, <laughs> uh, there are there are like offshoots. There are basically like the point, the overarching point I'm making is that people do get sick enough of this shit that they will understand like class consciousness. And this kind of the only like bit of like solidarity I have with the Corbynites is that mm -hmm. like class consciousness eventually, like when people just decide that life is so fucked, that it is worth sacrificing yeah. their current conditions, then they will pack in. Yeah. Go, like striking seems terrifying mm. when you've got a job to lose, but when your job doesn't pay your bills yeah. anyway, what's the fucking point? It doesn't yeah, matter. What's the fucking point? And that is like, the Tories have driven us to this extent now. We've moved so far to the right economically that there is there are offshoots coming through the concrete mm. um, that, that, that there is something that the left can, 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 uh, can center around. And it's because people like Min Mike Lit uh, Mick Lynch are speaking in material terms. Right. And the left in this country has been defined by, I'm afraid to say it, Londonite, bourgeois, abstract concepts by economic grads yeah, and yeah. university educated people. Yeah. It's people like Mick Lynch who are working class who say, we're fucked, you're yeah. fucked, mm -hmm. and they're fucking us. Yeah. Yeah, Help yeah, us yeah. to stop them fucking you too. And look, I was, I, was, I was just going to say that I think it's also the reason why people really identified with him is he had like no deference mm. to like Kate Burley yeah. or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like he was yeah. just like, I don't know who you people are. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care about this. Yeah. And like when you watch like anything, any kind of political discussion, they all know each other. Mm. Yeah. And, like they all go but to they're the all same bars. They're, yeah, yeah, like, they're all like so deferential to yeah. each other that nothing ever gets said. Mates, right? Or he was like an outsider. Didn't give a shit. Yeah. But there's so, so much, they, so much of like- Do you reckon a couple scandals are coming out on old Mick soon? You reckon they're gonna- I oh, think he's kosher. something up. I yeah, think he's yeah, kosher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's kosher. But like so much of like the, like the left, like the Corbynite, I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep going at you. But I do kind of. <laughs> but like so much of like, like the modern leftist 
uh, identity or politics is rooted in identity. Don't let him talk to you like that. And there's like this don't idea that... Don't have it, don't have it. <laughs> but it's like this idea that like we're leftists because like, oh, like it was tough for me eating pasta at university and like I could only do two shots down vodka revs and I've struggled too and like my English lit degree doesn't pay 80 grand a year so like I'm struggling. But no, like these abstract concepts are what like most people didn't relate to in the country. It's why we got trounced in the last election, right? When someone like Mitch L- Mick Lynch speaks sense, speaks real sense, to working people, people respond. And that is a positive. You can replace Kier. Yeah. Fucking yeah. get rid of this prick. <laughs> and look, I understand that there is an element of privilege in me saying, let these strikes continue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because look, wor- strike, worse comes to worse. Worse yeah. comes to worse. I could probably, it'd be a long walk, but I could probably like <laughs> walk to work and my life wouldn't be- You can be, plank your way there. Yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, my life wouldn't be super inconvenienced by a prolonged strike. So I understand that there's a great deal of privilege in that statement. Mm. And a lot of people are not in the same position. I could work from home five days a week if push came to shove. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very, very important um, that people like Mick Lynch exist. It's yes. very, very important that the message that they are trying to uphold is 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 continued Amen. and not allowed to uh, disappear into the abyss and into the Tory um, smoke, ultimately. Mm. So yeah, man, Mick, my guy. Uncle Mick. W- welcome, you're welcome. <laughs> well, you know, when the... Uh, when everyone the dust settles and your price goes down, please come and please visit come us. Visit come and visit us. This is, this is get him on the podcast. Yeah, oh, no, it's just, his price is probably a bit too high right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, We're yeah, yeah, studio yeah, in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of working class boys on a podcast. That yeah, mean, exactly, right? exactly. So Rasheen. Rasheen, Rasheen. How long have you been at ID? Tell us a little bit about you. So I've been at ID for five years, which I feel like is a really long time. Nope. In the age of Beyonce telling everyone to quit their job, I feel like it's a long time. <laughs> Um, but I like see what she's doing to the women. <laughs> she's, she's also Segway Queen over here. Come yeah, on. yeah, for real. I know. Call that <laughs> uh, <laughs> for the early listeners of the show. Um, but yeah, I started there as their like social editor, and then like signed into editorial, and now I, I like edit and write there, and, mm. and write a bunch of other places as well. So what's like a day in the life? Um, so I go in, I make myself like a really big iced coffee with oat milk. Yes. Because all the kitchens have oat milk. And if you want to have like the bad milk, you have to go to the back kitchen. Uh-huh. It's the only one that does the animal milk. I don't drink animal Over milk. Over there for so. the semi-skimmed. Yes. Where's the <laughs> I'm full an fat? <laughs> um, and then, yeah, in the morning, I like sorted our news coverage for the day. Like any stories that we're updating, anything that we're covering, any like timely like op-eds that we want yeah, to yeah, write yeah. about. And then in the afternoon, I like edit pieces from freelancers. We have a lot of writers from like America or different countries where they wake up later. So I spend my afternoons doing that. Nice. Bunch of meetings in the middle. Who's the most impressive, famous person you've met? I So the, the one that I've met most recently is I met Dua Lipa and she was so nice. Um, <sighs> and like I did this thing. Friend of the show. She was so lovely. Forever. And then I just Did she really do the hips? She was. She it was. Did for you like, just have a lisp? That were you so hip, rattled? Did she do you a hip, hip, the hip <laughs> move. She, she does do the hips hip. move. But she went to give me a hug at the end, and I shook her hand. I <laughs> <laughs> like. Are you joking? Why? No, I'm not joking. And like her manager was in like the little who, trailer. So who as folded well. first? Did like she just... like looked at me like, what is your problem? <laughs> And in that moment, I was like, I, I actually don't know. Can we go again? Can we go again, please? Please, please, please. And then I just left. I just, oh uh, I just got on the train and was like, okay, bye. <laughs> I don't know why. I was so like, what, was... did you just think it was like inappropriate or what? I 
always hug people. Like I always say like, hello. And like, and she went in for it. And I could tell that she was just like, okay, maybe COVID. And I was like, I'll style it out. If she mentions it, I'll just say like, oh, I don't want to social distancing. Um, but like, it was oh, really yeah. nice. Once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. And now like, you know, when you're like lying in bed at night and it's like two in the morning and you start thinking about all the embarrassing things you've done. And I'm like, oh. Could have had Dua Lipa. Yeah, shook her hand. Yeah, no, Dua Lipa's my type of pop star. Like, obviously she's amazing, like to look at and stuff. And her music is dope. But like, she's just like, she's just, again. She's very nice. You don't hear about her. She's gone big in America now. She's too yeah, big no, yeah. Yeah, but there's That's none right. of this. There's none huge. of the antics. It's just like she's bangers. Yeah, she's, bangers. No, she's just, she's, no, no, no. Live she, shows. She, no, she's she's big in America. She's doing all the business and loudness. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. No, the here. antics though. The bullshit. She's got a newsletter. Yeah. She did. Yeah, she got in some hot water though. She was talking about COVID and whatnot, and her isn't her boyfriend's a big like anti-vaxxer geezer. Oh yeah, I and so there was a whole controversy that. about oh, that. Um, podcasts and magazines. When are they going to start publishing mm. podcasts a bit more on the old print? Oh, it, 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 how would you do it, though? That's, like, that's kind of the debate I wanted to open up. Yeah. It's a difficult like, how one. Do you, how do you do it? Because not musicians, do you know what I mean? But like, yeah. you record. Mm. It's been on my mind to like approach like magazines, like, hey, can you just like put a little thumbnail of us and just <laughs> say like, this podcast is dope, you should all listen to it. But I'm These like, people exist. And yeah, yeah. it's hard because like when so we have like all the the ID office is cool because we have all the archives so like forty years worth of magazines so Amazing. you can go back and like there's like magazines from 1985 but there's like ads for cigarettes and stuff Amazing. in it like it's another world but when you look back they're like oh you should buy the new Tomb Raider or you should listen to this album and now like magazines don't really exist like yeah, that yeah, anymore yeah. like because all that stuff's online and everybody finds stuff organically yeah. So by the time you're getting a feature in a magazine, it's very, you know, glossy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've already done it. talking about your yeah. work. and. So basically we need TikTok. Another like 40 episodes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 40 episodes, like TikTok. 40 is, 40 is that season. I mean, we could bang that out a couple yeah, we of weeks yeah. if, if we really <laughs> wanted to. Like, we, can, <laughs> we can talk about We can become anything. single topic pods. Yeah. 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 Episode 85, we'll see you at the office. But look, yeah. it goes without saying, you are now officially a friend of the show. Amen. Right? Oh, Thank thanks. you so much. I'm going to shake your hands uh, when I leave. Yes, please do. <laughs> I will force the hug. Yes. <laughs> no shaking hands. I am not Dua Lipa. So relationship advice. Yes. Oh God, okay. Maybe your biggest responsibility on the show this week. Okay. We tend to pour at this point. This okay. Is... I still have a little bit left. I'm going to end up dying in this. <laughs> a good friend of the show. Wow, look at that fucking... Wow, the, the rum that Johnny's just poured into his glass is mad. Hey, when I'm drinking, I'm drinking. I swear. Um, it's Friday night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A very, Shout very good back. friend of the show. I've been told to reveal nothing else but that. Okay. Oh, Interesting. My boyfriend and I have been together for less than a year. Oh, it's Josh. <laughs> I actually think he's over a year now. What's his it's, boyfriend? It's there. That's the joke. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and we did ask for a summertime, more cruddy series of relationship oh, submissions. Okay. okay. This is that. Oh, my boyfriend and I have been together for less than a year. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he goes down on me maybe once every two months. We are right in the deep end. When I ask him to, he tells me I will do it tomorrow or just doesn't do it and ignores it. When I ask him if there's a problem, he says no, <laughs> blames my period or just doesn't talk about it with me. Hmm. Tonight, really once every two months. tonight, I asked him to go down on me and also to help me get my bicycle out of the car. Not at the same time. <laughs> he said yes. Two equally important tasks. <laughs> he said yes and then did neither. Oh, no. 
falling asleep instead without any conversation about it. What do I do? It's been going on for ages. He has no explanation. I'm starting to feel unsexy and like he's avoiding things with me. Aww. What do I do? Does he sound gay to you guys? Ooh, controversial. Wait, she said she that. She said that. Yep. She said that. Yes. He's never really been a big one for trying it on with me. I'm confused. Oh. I really hate when people give this answer to like relationship advice questions because it's so like girl boss 2015. <laughs> but I feel like you should break up with him. <laughs> wow. Because I get accused of crying. I speak I about it. I speak didn't see that coming. Speak about it. Because, um, right, so she's been with him less than a year. Right. She says he goes down there once every, every two, two months. months. So it's only happened so six times. It's happened like five or six <laughs> Quick times. Quick maths. Dead. Yeah. So like, it's, that's, don't get to the year because when you get to the year, then you start getting all introspective and we'll existential. Go for dinner or yeah. And you're like, oh, we had our we had our anniversary. Like, you know, it's like a it's a thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get to the year. Yeah. yeah. You're in feral girl summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's It's up. happened five or six times in the past year. I yeah. feel like you should just cut your losses now. Yeah. I feel like I feel like he's not gay for not going down on you. But he is gay for not helping you with the bike. And that's Yeah, no, behavior. can we talk about the bike? Yeah. Think, yeah. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But you didn't like, help with the bike? I mean, how how big is the bike though? Can't be that big. I mean, yeah. I don't know which friend of the show it is, but we've not had like six foot five guests, right? So the bike <laughs> can't be that big. No. Can't be that big. No. Um Just if I think honestly, I think you like one night it was all getting a bit hot and flustered, didn't okay, we? Okay. Let's Just, let's cut my man. Some slack. No, okay. it's not. Some people, <laughs> some people are not well versed on might, mm. munching the coochie. Ah, see, see, now maybe I've got he's a solution. Nervous. Yeah, I've got maybe. a solution. I've got a solution, right? That's what I was saying. Mange la chatte. Before you, oh, Jesus. <laughs> some people just do not know how to mange la chatte. Él no, él no quiere comer la taco. Right? <laughs> and if there isn't an environment that is nurturing, welcoming, a Listen, safe space, then how does one learn? It's literally like trying to learn French surrounded by French people. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know how to do it, they're going to tell you, don't even try, bruv. I've yeah, got a solution. But I've got a solution. Go on. Uh, one night when it's all getting a bit hot and steamy under the covers, just sit on his face. That is the like, just sit on his face. Just, just sit, <laughs> just that sit is, in his face. Because no. then, like, then he has to, right? And like, if he refuses from that point, boy, you can start packing your own um, bike in it. Can I? I think there's an obvious solution to this. Okay. <laughs> and I hate that. Is it immature it's discussion? Alcohol. So it's I all, think I think we do. are I think we are at our sloppiest and most yes. uninhibited yeah, I, yeah. when we have had a few more drinks of our favorite poison mm -hmm. than we should. Yeah, right. If I think about my sexual history, <laughs> I've become fucking evil Knievel risk taker in the cooch Jesus. when I've had a few more whiskeys yeah, than I should that. have. So my friend, whatever it is your poison is, have a couple more extra gin and tonics. <laughs> and then sit on his face. And then just try Ooh. it. And I'm talking about him. Oh, okay. I'm talking about him. But will he listen to He this? needs to be less scared, okay? okay. Yeah. And in order to do that, and then maybe along the lines, learn how to you know build a bit of practice up yeah aim for the top drink a little bit yeah and then just dive right yeah. in and then like also you're not gonna learn if you don't do it mm. you know now that would be my instruction to him how do we deal with her speaking to him about it right because the issue be is direct. coming from her no just be direct but she but it seems like she has been direct and mm. i just don't think there's anything 
like you it's just not very just sexy. leave him it's just, just no, leave no him. i just think it's just not very sexy i'd be like it's a five seven eight year problem that's the conversation you have at eight nine years where you're sitting in the kitchen you're like hey like my bike's getting rained on out there also why don't you ever go down on me if you're like less if it's less than a year i don't think you're in a position where you're just like could you please go down on me it's like could you pass me the remote it's too domesticated so i agree like, yeah if you leave it too long without it happening mm. it's a conversation it's a non-starter you yeah. can't really bring it up it just, just becomes the, part of it force yeah. the issue just sit on his face and if he recoils it's time it's get Guarantee him, you get him on his solution. bike what about her though we have to ensure that things like ph levels and all that stuff are like in the right place and all of that so it's a pleasant experience I mean, we, we, for him we, down there is we that can pre- i think we can presume that no yeah i've got I, no reason I, yeah. to presume there's there's imbalances this friend of the show is about to hate me for that comment by the way yeah that's kind of i don't know who the friend is but it's kind of bleak why it's a problematic comment yeah it's is a problematic it? comment yeah and it's why? slightly yeah it's not ideal. i never hear boys talking about that I mean, when that's the, a thing. pH levels is, is, a, is a thing. Oh, it's a thing. I've got no reason to suspect these pH levels. No, are. I'm just... The point I was trying to make is just make sure that your your house is in order, so to speak, innit? It's one yeah. thing It's one thing to say, oh, my man isn't going down on me, but maybe he likes it groomed and everything's all crazy. Yeah. Maybe he likes a certain think, smell and you're not yeah, hygienic he down but there. Yeah, but he won't tell her that's a thing. It's like, it's more... It's like, it's not but that's a hard act. conversation it's the, to it's have. the problem is him not being able to talk to her. Yeah. And not doing the bike. And also not doing the bike. The bike is really annoying. That's really the red flag for me. Yeah. Yeah. So she needs to dump him. Yeah. Or... Your take was... Sit on his face and then dump him. <laughs> get a smaller bike. And <laughs> get a smaller bike. Um, get a bigger bike. Yeah, and just mm-hmm. embrace your summer. Amen. <laughs> what was it? Feral girl summer? What would the advice... Feral girl summer. <laughs> Let's go. What would the advice be here if summer you. was over? What cool, if we like, were entering cool, the cooler. colder months? What would your oh, advice if, be? If it's like October, November, I'd be like, you're going to have to have the conversation. Just get a bit drunk, as you say. Have the conversation. Have it out. It makes it easier. It does make it easier. Especially if like she's going down on him every time they have sex. Yeah, she doesn't even mention that. Yeah. She's not counting the times she's going down on him, which makes me think that it's just like part of her repertoire and it's not part of his. Just turn him around. Just mm. just like, just kind of like, when I say like sit on his face, just get 69 in. Yeah, I was going to say 69's on nothing, buddy. That should be the take. That should be minimum. She'd just be like, yo, 69's on nothing. Yeah. Oh, turn like to his face. 69 is a bit silly. No is, it? To, is it childish? No, no, no one childish. childish. <laughs> no one wants to feel silly when they're having sex. <laughs> That's my last point. On it. I mean, I've never done. I've never done the top half of a sixty-nine. But is it that silly? Like, I don't know. It's just um. silly in general. <laughs> It's a silly thing to do. It's very silly. <laughs> Yo, calling the 69 silly. I don't know why. That's hilarious. Well, I don't it's know. Just big silly. Up, me, for me, big up 69 gang. I'm about it. Um, mm. So keep your submissions coming in. <laughs> I hope we helped on that we one. We are yeah. about to say a very, very, uh, well, we're about to say goodbye. Yes. Yeah. A very warm goodbye. Yes. To Rasheen Lanigan, who has to go home. Mm-hmm. What dog you got? Oh, I don't want to say. Send us pictures. It, uh, no, it's worse than a chihuahua. Is it, oh. whoa, People shout at me in the park for having this dog. Uh-oh. Uh Is it a sausage dog? Is it like a greyhound? Or it's something? a pug. Oh, wow. What's wrong with a pug? Yeah, who shouts at you? What's wrong uh, with people pugs? are like, oh, they can't breathe properly. Can they not? He breathes fine. Is that a thing? <laughs> Can pugs not breathe? Yeah, because they've got those little flat faces. He breathes fine. <laughs> <laughs> Should hear what he says about you. <laughs> But thank you so much, Rasheen, yes. for coming Guys, thank through. thank you for having me. This is so fun. You said you've done this before. I can tell you've done this before. Like a duck to right? water. Oh, wow. Way better than Josh. Way um, better value than Josh. The, there are 
there are no prizes for being really good at podcasting with us. No. In fact, it becomes a bit of a burden because we're oh, really? likely to ask you to come back yeah. at some I'll point in the future. Please. Um, and uh, yeah. Thank I won't come again. back with Josh because he will mind the dog next time. I mean, we so might have you have both on. That might be that might be quite That'd jokes. Be lit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what's I mean, what's the situation with the dog? Can the dog can just like chill? Like no, he cannot. Okay, cool. <laughs> can he like is outside? Okay. Uh, if you was to like, look, we'll sort tie the dog. him up. We'll get okay, cool. We'll do a double bill, me and Josh. Right, cool, done. Rosheen Lanigan, thank you so Thanks much. Guys. I'm gonna leave you to Love Island without me. Because yes. Oh right, all right, all right. My favorite bit. Well, I mean. At this stage of every year, this is my favorite bit of the it's, podcast. It's maybe Britain's single greatest cultural contribution. Can I do it? You can't interrupt it. I'll go on then. I'll go on then. We'll be a fucking hero. Nice, fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Do we want to address the elephant in the room? What's the elephant in the room? It's an attack on the blacks, Johnny. What? What's. There's first the, of all, there's a whole black couple. First of all, the British public right. were given yeah. free reign on who to match couple wise. Yeah. Ikenna was matched with India. Yeah. Dami was matched with Amber. Yeah. Coincidence? <laughs> well, who voted for those couples to be together, do you think? The public. Right. Which parts? I don't know. Which parts of the public? I don't know. I don't care. Mm, okay. I don't care. Right. But that's not my issue. Okay, what is Because we then had Afia go in. Then we had Remy go in. And then guess what happened? Oh, they were both awful content. The though. first and only four people who have been kicked out of ass. They all look like me, Johnny Vivas. <laughs> they all look like me. So yeah, we've got a black couple. Yeah. But they're hanging on for dear life by the sounds of things, <laughs> <Yeah>. mate. <laughs> All right, I'm fucking sick of it. It's bad enough we got all this like pressures on black love in there. Man yeah. like Dammy can't even look at Paige without Twitter blowing up like, oh my God, is he about to leave a black queen? She does seem quite interested in that. I'm not going to lie. Like, she does seem He's quite a winner either way. Yeah. India's paying, Paige is paying. But yeah, Love Island, <laughs> arguably, it's back, this, this year of Love Island has, Finally is, back. Up, is up there with one of the best. Yeah seasons i think ever ever the last couple of seasons were pretty dead this has been riotous from the beginning to this point shout out ekinsu at time of recording mm. casa amor is about to be open yes holy moly holy it's exciting times moly. but one thing i want to start by saying if we harken back to episode 44 is i told you motherfuckers that Tasha was bad vibes. I oh, yeah. You. I told you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I told you. Yeah. I don't want to see her happy. Oh, you don't want to see... No, she, I don't. She's that bad? No, I don't want to see her happy. She's mocking my man. All this shit about I want to be a bad bitch, I want to be a sussy bitch. Bruv, you look like you're from Gloucestershire. It was bleak when she was like, I'm a dancer and uh, I'm the only one who didn't make anyone's heart race. Yeah. <laughs> that was I mean, fun. to be fair to her, she was probably one of the sexiest dancers there, the whole Barbie thing. She okay. was good. I actually, I actually missed... That bit of that episode. Oh, okay. I cool. missed all the sauce. But I also missed Lucas sucking on someone's toes. So that was enjoyable. Mm. That was a um, miss. Do we want to talk about Luca? He's got a Churchill tattoo on his arm. That's all that needs to be said. He's and an Einstein man. one as well. He's just a weird geezer. And Gemma's going to turn on him. I don't like Gemma, but I, I do Why don't like you like Gemma? I'm up and down with her, by the so way. So one, she's just proper jarring. Two, she's far too young. She shouldn't be on the show. 
But three, like the more tanned she gets, the more she looks like her dad. And it's really disturbing. <laughs> she also sounds like her dad. She had this really mad split lip the other day as well, like which it's was come, just a like mazzoline, it's, bro. It's come right? like... Just use Carmex. Yeah, it's bleak. Just use it. But also she's got like, it looks like someone's got a young like fish hook off the top. When you know, yeah, she's yeah, got yeah. the young gap between... I think that's because of her lip because of her dry I lip she's, no I think she's done some work on her lips okay, maybe. yeah it's not great but the reason why I wanted to talk about Luger is because my man keeps on saying he's obsessed with this girl and I think it's mad yeah it's quite toxic really because like like you can be like really into someone but he's like obsessive about her it's ridiculous in like in like an ownership sense yeah it's very strange there are like some like very very clear future domestic abusers in that house mm-hmm. I think Luke is one of them and I think Jax is another one 100% Jack, I mean, Jax is a present domestic abuser, not even a future one. He's also a nonce. What's he done? What's he's he, also, done? he was fucking a 16-year-old to start with, so that's, no, that's not great. That's true, that's true. Uh, but like the whole thing with Paige, where he's like, he's called, called her... Pathetic. Pathetic, and he was shouting at her and that, and da-da-da-da. He told her to fuck off. This guy's a waste, man, but I don't care if he plays rugby. Why is she having it, man? Yo. Because she's a really nice girl, and really nice girls sometimes want to fix guys we gotta like protect, believe that like, everyone's as nice as they are we gotta protect all women but we also gotta like really really protect like pretty girls with low self-esteem yeah because motherfuckers like him that's breakfast for him yeah right? yeah it's bleak it's Speak- i hope she turns because he's turning he's turning in casper moore oh i think he's turning and tasha's turning bro like the two I, most obvious ones i think she was waiting for an opportunity for jacks to fuck it up so that she could get with my man from scotland jay Oh, you think? Like yeah, that? she likes Jay. She just couldn't move to him because she knew but that Jack's. She had a more... couple chances though. But look at Jack's, bruv. Jack's are probably like he'll pre- perpetuate, yeah, perpetuate knife crime in Palma de Mallorca uh, in that house that. if she's got a with him. Man, bruv. Um, I hope she turns. I hope she turns to Catherine. Speaking more. of self-esteem, okay. If I die and reincarnation is a thing, mm-hmm. I want to come back in the form of anybody who has the self-esteem. An inner strength of young Danica. Oh, it's been a it's been a roller coaster for her. She is the antithesis yeah. of pretty girl privilege. I, I loved her because Jay was like, Jay was like, I'm I'm not into you, but you need to do what's best for you. And she was like, yep. Well, you're best for me. Yeah. So I'm gonna do you. I don't care who you're interested in. I'm interested in, in you. you. So, so this was up. Figure it out, brother. <laughs> it was so bad. She is entirely too peng to be going through these dramas, bruv. See, the content and the feedback that I've had from the women community. Here we go. Is that her style's trash? Her style is trash. Style but is but trash. just look, when she wakes up in the morning naturally, sun-kissed, body-wise, just looking at her, mm. she is very nice. She's not the nicest in the house, but she's very nice. Yeah. So she is almost too hot to be like, the subject of this much rejection. Luca yeah. did, Luca, I mean, he's, Luca's obviously a weird one because he's obsessed with Gemma. Yeah, which is But weird. he wasn't even like remotely interested in which talking weird. to that. I mean, he'd still be punching above his weight if Danica even Literally, him. Yeah, yeah. right? And he wasn't fucking interested. Yeah. Like, Andrew was like, nah, Tasha. Jay was like, nah, anyone else but you. Um, like he didn't even really like Antigone and he still didn't want Danica yeah, But Antigone is a queen. This needs to be addressed. Antigone is you know that unbelievable. You know she's friends with Vic Tizzle. Sweater. Friend of the show. Sweater. So I oh, knew of Antigone. She, oh, oh, oh. she's friends with my brother. She's friends with your bro. Are you mad? Yes. Shout out friend of the show, Vic oh, Tizzle. Victor, wherever the chat fam. He is a producer for her music. So Swear I knew down. of Antigone purely because like she appeared on his Instagram story like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a name I've never seen before. 
Right, I know a bit, like loads of Greek people. I've never seen this name Antigone, so I remembered the name. And clearly, she was good looking uh, as well. I'm coming around for lunch. But then, uh, and then I heard all these rumors that she was going in the house, and then she appeared, and I was like, "Yo, might need to pull up to uh, Vic's studio yes. for the session." Shout out Vic's mix. As I said to him last time, with regards to Shabo, <laughs> if you need uh, any services, any kind of coffee, pizza, anything, anything, I will help you. Come fast. I will just offer my services. <laughs> And the same would apply to Antigone, um, but yeah, like it's. Can we I mean, um, can we can we get into Davide and Ekin Source, please? Because I was hoping you'd ask. This is my. Uh, I was hoping you'd ask. What I, what, I, what I think like the Gringo population don't understand is just how toxic Latin people are. Mm. Davide wants this woman, right? But he yeah. can't. He like he just can't admit it. Yeah. You can't admit it. Yeah. Right, and it's a problem in in like Latin. He's not. Like, I guess he's not Latino, but like there's Latin blood in him, given that he's Italian, right? He just can't admit it. He needs, like, he will just make this woman work for it. He mm. loves her. He should. And they are destined to be together. She should work for it. Yeah. She, oh, yeah, she should she do. She dumped him, like... Dumped his ass cold. And, and the thing is, people forget that not only did she try to move to Jay and got with Jay, yeah. but when my man Charlie, that nobody likes, came into the house, she was throwing herself at him as yeah. well. So she's trying to move to a man who is, like, head and shoulders yeah, above beneath yeah, yeah, yeah. Davide in terms of like looks and everything else. I mean, Davide's a fucking, he's boring, let's be honest. He but is, like, but he's pretty. But so he's pretty, right? Like she was going for anybody. Listen, fundamentally- Of course she's got to work. Fundamentally, there City is- City boys are up. Fundamentally, there is no good good like toxic good good. I agree. And that is, the, the, what they have is toxic good good. It is very good. Neither of them will be able to get away from it. Yeah. They're just going to have to get it done. No animals were harmed in the making of this video. Absolutely so. Not. Godspeed. Amen. No, and if they no, no. win... I reckon I reckon they might actually survive Casa and War just for the pure toxicity of it. So I think they're absolutely not going to survive Casa and War. No, I, I disagree. There's no good, good, like toxic, do you, good, do good. Do you not see how Ekin Sue melts when a guy cup, spits a couple, two bars uh, okay. about things that she so, likes? So I do think, I do think she is gonna... more into him than he is into her. So if anyone folds, it will be Davide. But I think he will... I think he will stick with what he knows because he knows... He knows... There is no good, good, like toxic, good, good. She's going to get her own reality TV program after this. She's and gonna, I'm going to watch she, I every will, I will make a bet that her and Dami are the two most popular uh, post-house contestants. Called it, I called it early doors. I said Dami, man, Nigerian, Irish man. He yes, is going to clear up, up bro. It's a lot of sauce. It's, it's a lot of sauce to deal with. His sauce is different, Yeah, bro. it's a lot of sauce to deal with. His little one-liners are just different class. Yeah, it's a lot of sauce to deal with. You're my, my name's Dami and I'm from Dublin. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but I can switch to a Niger accent in a Have you not piece. noticed whenever he chats, I think whenever he chats to Davide, he puts on the Niger accent <laughs> and everyone else gets the Irish one. <laughs> but I'm loving it. I really am loving it. In this fact, season bangs. Yeah. This in fact, bangs. after They've we back. after we stop recording this episode, we're going to tuck into an episode like ASAP straight now, away. Um, I don't know if we've got anything else to cover today it's been a wonderful episode yes. with a wonderful guest shout out Rasheen shout out Rasheen who doesn't watch Love Island that's why she's not here yeah we, she, she was like I can go now I don't really talk about yeah. Love Island I've not got nothing to offer um, not that she sounds like that you heard what she sounded like um, happy Pride month for the month of July obviously we had some bad news coming out of Oslo um, with regards to the shooting that took place in a nightclub and we also had the horrible news I mean, it was more a statement than news, but naturally, the uh, correspondents from Qatar, who are about to host the World Cup, have said that anybody who decides to show solidarity to LGBTQ plus by 
flashing or displaying the rainbow flag is likely to be met with seven to 10 years imprisonment. Um, another reason why, even though I will watch the World Cup because it's my favorite sport, biggest spectacle within my favorite sport, another reason why I probably shouldn't be involved in watching it, endorsing it, supporting it. Human rights issues, anti-LGBTQ rhetoric, whatever the religious standing is of the country. When you take on the World Cup, which is a collection of countries and cultures from all around the world, imprisonment for displaying a rainbow flag or a rainbow captain's armband. Yeah, sorry, I'm not bought into it. So I wanted to end by saying big up to everybody celebrating pride. Big up to everybody who isn't celebrating pride. Um, the parties are going to continue well into the rest of the year. I know there are going to be some uh, specific pride parties like Black Pride. I think that's taking place in August or September. Uh, and there's going to be some trans pride parties as well. Um, keep fighting a good fight. Um, and there's another one for you. Johnny. What? Big what? up. Oh, big up you. It's another one. What? Episode. 45? Yeah. Proper like... Like the kids are like in just starting secondary school ages. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I don't actually. Um, well, it's like BMW and, and, and the Hawaiian shirt, like I said at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, Middle yeah. ages. We get into our middle ages. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've missed out anything else, right? Everybody, summer is here. Um, Go enjoy the vibes. Going to try my best not to miss Afro Nation next year. Uh, yeah, we can make we can we can do a recording from Afro Nation next year. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think there'd be much recording if we went there, to be honest. We'll, we'll find uh, a little hour and a half, little yeah, little spot. Yeah. To everybody else, stay safe, be good, go down on your misses. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say if you can't be good, be good at it. But you basically just summed it for me. Literally. <laughs> um, peace out. Bye.